Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Potty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. He's beating me with my own leg. Now he's beating me with both my legs. I just signed up for a marathon. And on the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. No Cyril. When they're dead, they're just hookers. <laughs> my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, Captain Hanhucky, I can safely say you blaspheme more than any man I've ever met, and I've been to Cleveland. <laughs> Welcome to Potty Time. So, we'll start where we always start. Dr. Scientist, what are you playing? What are you watching? What are you doing? What's going on with you? Well, I did watch the first episode of Last of Us. Oh, how did that go? Oh, yeah? It was all right. It was pretty good. Yeah. It's a little different than the game, but... I mean, I wish I, I, I wish I could see more. <laughs> it's a little different. Oh. oh. They, they don't show you... Well, I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen the first episode. I've seen all of them now. Where are the other ones at? Burnt Man's. Oh. Yeah, the cooler guy I know doesn't have enough. <laughs> well, they were they're also on uh that one guy's thing that you check all the time. They're all there. No, they're not. I bet you they are. Uh, did you put them on today? <laughs> I think it was yesterday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, cuz it was Friday I watched oh, it. Yeah, that other cool guy got some too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that other cool guy has them now. But there was only one when I looked at it. But yeah, it's all right. E- either way, cool guys have a lot of episodes. That's all we need to know. That's all we need to know. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, haven't really seen any many clickers so far because you're still in Boston. There's not many, man. It's weird seeing Anna Torv in it too. Mm. Uh, she's from Fringe. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, she's Tess, right? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. She was great in Fringe. Yeah, she was great in uh, the serial killer one. She was in that show for a while, Mindhunters. Man, that's a goddamn shame they're not making that show anymore. I know. She's in good shows. Watch Anna Tour, if that's what the whole point of that was. All right. Okay. Yep. That's, that's all we need to know. <laughs> what movies did I watch? I watched this movie called 211. It, uh, like an area code? No. Oh. Like a police code. <gasps> Stars Nicolas oh. Cage. What? And he's on patrol with a guy, and they have like a, a troubled kid in the, that they're taking off for the ride along. Oh. And then they end up at like a, a shootout. A, a shootout. Yeah. yeah. It was okay. I mean, if you like Nicolas Cage movies. Who doesn't? I Have you guys both seen this? No. I knew about it. I didn't watch it, though. Of course I knew about it. I, it just came up in my recommendeds, because why wouldn't they recommend Nicolas Cage movies? I feel like every year there's three Nicolas Cage movies that come out that I just don't know about. Yeah. yeah you got to really be on the Nicolas Cage Reddit. <laughs> Keep up with it. I get the newsletter. I mean, that man is working. Like, he is just going from project to project. Yeah, because when he was uh, making really good movies, he didn't do really well managing his money. Yeah, so now he just needs to make movies to... To live. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Well, suck. Curse of being a great actor. <laughs> man, I saw his gravestone. Did I tell you guys that? <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, I saw his gravestone. Like, he... Obviously, he's not dead yet. Yeah. But uh, he bought a plot, a large piece of land in one of the oldest cemeteries in New Orleans. And you can go see it right now. I have pictures of it. That's wild. It's a huge fucking pyramid. Huge pyramid. His tombstone? 
Yes. Well, relative to the cemetery, I guess not like the Pyramids of Giza, you know? It's like, <laughs> I was picturing like one or like the Louvre. Well, think about like, you know, the square base that a that a pyramid would be on. It's yeah. like 15 feet by 15 feet. Like it's fucking big. Is he going to be buried under the whole thing or is that just the headstone? I think he's going to be buried like in it because it's New Orleans. Oh, so yeah, they bury, that's right. You know, they can't, above ground. They can't do it above ground. Yeah, that's right. But they said uh, when he was going, and the reason this, I, I'm thinking about this, not just because I saw it in person. But uh, brag, and we were talking about him. It might have been a little bit of a brag. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> when he was having all his bank troubles and had to like liquidate everything, uh, yeah. this was the one thing they couldn't take back because of the deal he made with like the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> because he basically just kept giving them money until they said, "Okay, fine, you can you can be buried here." That's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nuts. Like pe- normal people can't get in those cemeteries, like the old 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 ones. It's like yeah. you have yeah, that family that's buried there. Yeah. Right. So it's he was just magically got this huge spot, and everyone's like, "What? Uh, what's going on here?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happens when you have money. That's what, yeah. When he doesn't know, See, he he knew when he had the money, he bought what he needed. Yeah, like a T Rex skull. <laughs> yeah, and he bought that super haunted mansion in New Orleans, allegedly, and then I think he had to sell it. Probably, but it was the one from the season of uh, American oh, Horror yeah. Story with the witches. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Now back to the second movie I saw. Of course. Uh, for no reason whatsoever, I watched Constantine. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of Nicolas Cage. He's not. (laughs) I had to think for a second. Wait a minute. (laughs) No, it's Keanu Reeves. They're the same person. Gavin Rosdale. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And, uh. Tilda Swinton. And, um, oh, who's the guy from Transformers who flipped out? Oh. Oh, Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, yeah. He's in it too. Interesting. Yeah, because eh, you know it's, it's good a movie. decent movie. They're coming out with the second one. Yeah, that's what I, I when I looked it up on IMDb, I saw that there was they were credited for a Constantine too. Yeah, I'd watch it. I remember hearing about that. So is does it hold up? Is it still good? I haven't seen it since oh god years. I mean, yeah, I guess it's kind of like a lot like Sandman ish. It's my favorite comic book movie. Hellboy. besides hellboy obviously yeah but yeah it's pretty good i mean if you like it okay it's keanu it's cool monsters and stuff whatever um as for games i didn't play shit this week didn't even turn my playstation on Ooh. damn what game are you gonna play next do you have an idea Uh, i don't know might need to take a break for a little bit maybe i'll play something quick see how i feel after Sounds good. Sometimes you just got to step away, yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You do. Papa Scotch might pass me in trophies now, but. Again. Uh, he's no never way. passed me. Second year in a row. Well, just one year you beat me. <laughs> he's still behind total. Uh, am I really? I haven't checked. I haven't yet. checked either, but you were pretty far. You're like over a thousand behind, but you could easily make that up. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got no. Yeah. Tell us what jumping games you played this week, Papa Scotch. Well, thanks for asking. <laughs> So I finished up, I don't know if I talked about this, I may, I don't think I did, but the Tiger Woods, not Tiger Woods, the PGA 2K23, the newest one. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I, I numbed that. Oh, you know. oh, snap. I think I did. <laughs> Do you have to play it like so many weeks in a row? No, it's nothing like that. It was, it was pretty easy. Oh, they got rid of all those hard ones. Yeah, I don't. The game wasn't that great, but luckily EA Sports has a golf game coming out soon, which might be out now. Oh, snap. I don't know. So you're going to play that? I think I'm not going to buy it right away. I can't spend $70 on another golf game. (laughs) Why not? 
I, I mean, if I was really into it and really wanted to play it, maybe. But not after just playing. One. Not after. Yeah, me. I'll wait till it drops down a little bit. Like I still want to play Dead Space as well, but I can't spend seventy bucks on it. I played it like six times. Yeah. Why not? Because I got other stuff I can be pl- like. I have other stuff to play that I've already paid for. There you go. So do I. We can wait till Dead Space. I'm gonna buy Dead Space, guys. It's just gonna be <laughs> when it's a bit cheaper. You gotta wait for Elden Ring and stuff. Yeah. Oh, he hasn't even touched those games yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He probably started and quit. <laughs> Didn't even want to bring it up. Did play through one of the games I said I was going to do. Doki Doki. Uh, have you guys heard of Doki Doki Literature Club? <laughs> How many times did you play through it? I think just one. No, a couple times. Okay. Because I didn't go for the numb because I just wasn't loving it. And I'm like, you know what? You got to learn to walk away once in a while. Oh, wow. He's learning. I am starting to learn. Like, I'm trying to play games for fun. <laughs> what? I don't know if that makes sense to <laughs> well, you guys. No, you're not. I don't but, get it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I. What you didn't like Doki Doki Literature Club? No, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. It's hard to get them to platinum without following a guide and doing it a couple of times. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to play it just for the platinum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then do the guides and all that stuff. If I was having fun with it, I'd just keep playing. Well, once you beat it once, he's kind of all the secrets are out. Yeah. 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 I stayed and talked to uh, the final boss for quite some time before I realized I was supposed to actually do. So something. did I. So did I. Okay. <laughs> That wasn't the only one. It was a good Great. 30 minutes, 45 minutes. At least, because I was like watching the other TV, and I, just, <laughs> and I got to the point where I just kept hitting button prompts. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> it's like an hour of talking to this. Is this going to end? And then I realized what you had to do eventually. But it was good. I liked it. It was definitely something different. It was, you know, what, 10 to 12 hours maybe? Yeah, and maybe. that's if you read everything. But it was fun. Cool. Uh, what did I... Well, that's all I really played but I watched the movie Session 9. Did you guys ever see that one? Yeah. Uh, is that the one where they're at like um, a mental, mental hospital? hospital and they're recording yes. things? Yeah, I think I've seen that. David Caruso. Well, a David Caruso joint. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, where they these guys who are essentially like hazardous material Yeah. guys, they were getting rid of all this asbestos in this old asylum and weird shit starts happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I enjoyed it. I hadn't seen it in a while. It's a slow burn, but yeah. it's done very well. Yeah, that's all right. And then we, well, I started watching the, I somehow forgot about this and now going back to it, but there was a whole season of Fargo that came out that I completely forgot about. Never saw an episode. It's really great. I love it. I don't think I've ever seen the movie. Really? The movie's good. It annoys me when people tell me movies are good and then keep talking about it. Oh, I'm not talking about it. I'm just saying it's good. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the movie's fantastic. The, the show's extremely good. I, I think the show's better than the movie, if I'm being honest. Well, Isn't like every season different? Yeah, they're like totally different. They take place in that area, but like they span decades. Like one of them is present day, the first season. One of them is like the 80s. One of them, the now that I'm on is the 50s, I think. So it's like American Horror but, Story? Kind of, yeah. They're anthology True detective. seasons. Yeah. True Detective, same concept. It's like the same universe everyone lives in, but it's different time periods. Yeah, all right. But it's great. It's really great. The first season with uh, Martin, what's his name? Lawrence. (laughs) (laughs) No, not Martin Lawrence, but this newest season does have Chris Rock starring in it. So Interesting. Mm. Uh, But then I also finished watching Veep. Got through all seven seasons now. Now it's over. But they're like, they're 30-minute shows, and there's like eight of them a season because it was HBO. 
Yeah. So it wasn't that hard to get through. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I thought there were moments that were really funny, but I didn't like how it ended, really. Trump won? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah. But it was it was funny. It was There were some real great moments. I didn't know Sam Richardson was in so much of it. Oh, nice. Because I knew he was in it, but he was there for like the last three seasons he was there. Like part of the regular gang. Damn, that's cool. I'm going to have to check him out. Yeah, he's really great in it, but he also doesn't show up to like season four or five. So be patient if you check it out. Yeah, yeah, forget it then. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're probably right. And that's really all I did. Uh, What about you there, Sir Chump Slap? Are you playing, watching, doing what's with you? I'm still playing some Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh. Okay. You know, I just can't really get into it. Just play. I'm still playing it, but eh. Well, you know, you play for an hour or so, you turn it off. Play for an hour and turn it off. That doesn't seem like the type of game you should play for an hour and turn it off. Why not? I don't know. It seems like you'd sit there for a couple of hours. Yeah, you'd think, but then it just gets monotonous, you know. Mm. It's all the same. Just sword fighting. Just parry, kill type of stuff. You oh, know? you mean like Dark Souls and Elden Ring? and Yeah, but way easier. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, that's all I've been playing. Okay. Watch some stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Watch this show called uh, The Last of Us. <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, on a cool guy's uh, Roku? Or yeah, Plex somebody's. Or? Somebody's. Yeah. Somebody's. But, yeah, I need to go into details. So how was it? What Did you go through the whole thing you said? Yeah. It's, Are all the episodes out? Yeah. Okay. Just finished, I think. But it's the, it's the game, pretty much. Every okay. beat, every little thing, everything that's going to happen, you're like, oh, okay, that happens. Oh, all right, yeah, he gets. Do you think it would have been a lot better if you never played the game? I don't know. I think it was better to see the story playing the game than it was to watch it. Mm. If that makes okay, any well, sense. Okay, well, that makes sense. I, I see what you're saying. But I don't and know. I can totally see that, too. There wasn't nearly enough zombies or anything. Like, There isn't really that many in the game. There's a lot. There's more people that you fight than zombies. There's a, there's one section. There's a couple sections where you're like, oh, I remember that part. Oh, yeah, you do have to fight a lot more people. But, yeah, they don't kill that many people or zombies. I don't know. They could have made it worse. Is Joel still a piece of shit? I still think so. I wanted to talk to somebody who's just seen the series and see what they think about it. Maybe I'll finish end. it by then I, by two weeks from now. It's exactly the end. It's <laughs> the same ending and everything. Oh, really? oh, the ending is so brutal. Yeah. But, you know. That's well, good. It's still good. I mean, I got, I'm gonna have to check it out then. George just listen to our podcast on it. Yeah, but it definitely needed more crazy enemies and stuff. Other than that, it was all right. <laughs> okay. Watched a couple movies. Anything oh, better? Yeah? yeah. You guys hear about this cocaine bear? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. It's not good. <laughs> I didn't think it would be. Well, you think a name like that? If, if the bear was Winnie the Pooh, I might have given it a chance. Isn't there? Did you see the Winnie the Pooh horror movie? Is that? Um, out wait, yet? it's still not out yet. The Blood and Horror. Well, it's out, but I can't find it anywhere yeah, to watch. Yeah. Maybe gotcha. if some cool guy was going to download it on his Plex. <laughs> I'll I'll send a, a word out to the cool guy brigade. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Blood and honey. I mean, it was oh, it was. Okay enough to watch, but it was just dumb. It was, wasn't wasn't good. Okay. So don't even bother. I won't. I saw this movie called Nocebo. I think it's like placebo. Oh. But Nocebo. Nocebo. Is it? Okay. It's about I'm this, listening. This woman, she has a mysterious illness. Like she gets bit by a tick. and then Bitten by a tick? Yeah. She just gets worse and worse. And this... Filipino lady just shows up to her house and she's like, well, you hired me as a care person 
and she turns out to be like a healer shaman type. And she's got okay. some kind of crazy healing salmon remedy. Yeah, she's got these remedies, and then all weirdness happens. And Does she have to like eat apples with mustard on them and stuff? <laughs> no, okay. that the, that's not a remedy. I don't think could have been. I love both those things, but you just totally grossed me out. I know, I do too. I do too, and it is gross to think about. I was thinking I that's like not. That's probably not bad. I don't even want to try it. Dude, what kind of apple? What kind of apple are you fucking with? with it doesn't matter, man. I'd go take with the Granny best, Smith. I think. Take the best tasting apple you can find and try it. But it, like sweet? Do I go Fiji? <laughs> I think it would have to be sweet. Yeah, you kind of want the sweet and hot, like a sweet and yeah. sweet and sour hot mix, maybe. But it's, yeah, I could see that. But the the fucking mustard's so vinegary. What kind of mustard? Oh, brown. By the way, talk about oh, guild. Brown. Gold, yeah, Whoa, gold, hey, <laughs> I gotta rethink this whole thing. <laughs> what, you're gonna eat that gross yellow shit? Dude, that's I what I, when mustard. I hear mustard, I think of the yellow ass mustard. That's my first thought. Oh man, I don't. That's gross. <laughs> that's the most disgusting condiment ever. No, ketchup I love is. It. No. Ketchup is also fantastic. You guys are really missing out on your condiments over here. Oh, ketchup's awesome. Dude, I but love, brown mustard's the way to go. I love all mustards, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, did you ever have that super hot? Oh, does, what is the, the name like? On in offers or something like that. It's some kind of weird. Oh, like on offers. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like spicy hot mustard. Yeah, yeah, it's I, so I, good. Do you ever have this stuff from Dunderbox, man? That's got like the chunks in it and stuff. Yep, yep, oh. yep. The chunks, no. So good, dude. So she didn't eat any apples with the mustard. On. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have plenty of other better vehicles for mustard. <laughs> yeah, like a grilled cheese. No way, that's where you go. Ketchup, man. Do you guys do the grilled cheese with fucking mayo on the outside? Nope, ketchup, man. Oh, yeah, I tried that once. I don't really like it. No, I think butter's way better. Yeah. Okay. I've never tried it, but a lot of people are into it. It's it's okay. I guess if you want, well, I can't say healthier option. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. I'll stick to butter and good old american cheese yeah i like to throw a little bit of ham on there too get a hot oh. ham and cheese oh now you're talking every man. once in a while i like to throw a tomato in there cut it up and yeah yeah on the sandwich yeah you ever put pickles and mayo on it i have put pickles on it never mayo though oh man so you great. guys are blowing my mind <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even none of these things i never even considered them <laughs> i mean i've done like the uh the grilled cheese and like a, a hearty tomato soup. That that is. Oh, oh man, that's yeah, yeah. You can't have tomato soup without it. Yeah, it's classic. Yeah, tomato soup grossed me out, except in this context. <laughs> I fucking love it. Anyway, so back to, we'll, we'll slip out of condiment hour. Here. <laughs> what, what the fuck are we talking about? The movie Chump Slap was watching. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no Sibo. No Sibo. Check it out. That's actually a fun one. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty much all I did. Watch that. That series. All right. Well, then that is going to take us to the plotty time vibe check. Oh, are you feeling the vibe? Yeah. Every week uh, <laughs> we talk about vibe stuff. So this week. We were really vibing the grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> well, let's just talk about grilled cheese for another half hour. <laughs> Where do you put the pick? Are you putting all this stuff in the grilled in, cheese? Yeah. yeah. What, you toast it? Dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> just try There's it, There's this, uh. There's this place by me that has all they do is grilled cheese and tater tots, but mm-hmm. it's like a, a crap, crap bunch of crap beers and stuff. It's a bar yeah. for adult children. Yeah, yeah. And they made one that was called the Russian that had like it was the we're still talking about grilled cheese, but it's the, <laughs> the toast parts of grilled cheese and the middle was like a piece of meatloaf with Thousand Island dressing. Oh, that's oh. probably good. It was unbelievable. Anyway, so uh, after grilled cheese talk, 
<laughs> do you guys remember when Square Enix's CEO was all like, you know what is the future of gaming is? NFTs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy's going to be replaced in June. <laughs> <laughs> Took him long enough. The guy by the name of Yosuke Matsuda has been there for 10 years. He spent the last couple of those hyping up NFTs and other blockchain scams. That's because uh, tech bro's going to tech bro, bro. Tech bros are truer words, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a consistent demo, you know? You said it, man. But yeah, so they're going to get rid of them saying that uh, they want to focus on technological innovation. Oh, that's just stupid. I know, right? Why would they need that in the field of video games? <laughs> Especially when you can make NFTs. NFTs, man. That's probably what the other CEO was like. Like, look, we're going to make so much money. What do we need to do? Make a couple pictures. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That sounds too good to be true. Well, you just wait, because this NFT thing is going to take off. Oh, it's amazing. Fucking idiots. <laughs> uh, so then also, there. did you guys hear about this Austrian court who declared that FIFA is actually gambling with their loot box cards? Oh, snap. About time. So they ruled in court that Sony will have to pay refunds to people who ever bought FIFA Ultimate Team packs because it is a form of gambling and gambling is not legal there. So can they sell baseball card packs or magic cards? That's a fantastic question. It doesn't seem like they could. Yeah, I guess not. And how they can't they, sell fake ones. <laughs> how are they going to make Sony pay up? It's not an Austrian company. I think it's also weird that Sony is the defendant, but they're not the ones who make the game. Yeah, that that's also seems really weird. Yeah. Although they're ones that probably take some of the money, but still. Obviously. Sony and Xbox, Microsoft, they take a portion of every sale online. But still, that's EA should be the one that was the defendant in court, you would think. Yeah. Who uh, knows, yeah, man. they they just said the nature of the rewards violate the country's gambling laws, but that's a great question, too. Hey, if you out there, if you live in Austria... <laughs> Let us know if you can go buy baseball or football or football or magic. fucking magic cards. Yeah. I'd like to know. I mean, we could probably Google it and find out, but I want to hear I know. from the horse's mouth, so to say. Exactly. And then, in other, do you guys remember the game Dead by Daylight? I think it's one of those multilateral yeah, multiplayer the, ones that none of us like playing. Yeah. It's the one where you could be the serial killer or the guys trying to, people are trying to escape. Which is exactly the uh, plot of that Friday the 13th game or the predator yeah game. yeah they're yeah they're all the same yeah it's all the same <laughs> it's, it's the same as every other multi like multiplayer online battle arena and stuff too they're all the same idea oh yeah evil dead is like that too but there's also i don't know how to put it there's like levels you can play that have goals in them that you can complete i feel like you're trying to defend the game you like for being a lot like the games you don't well left for dead's the same way i don't even like it that much to be honest i mean I, I got to give it another shot because I only played it for a little bit and a pair. And the dude, I just remember the game being so fucking hard by yourself, like almost <laughs> impossible by yourself. Isn't it free now? Yeah, it's free. Yeah, maybe I'll play it. Yeah, start a plotty time uh, Twitch stream. Yeah, Twitch in. Got to do that eventually. We keep we've been saying we're gonna do that for like a year and a half. We've been saying a lot. Of I things. wouldn't. I wouldn't say we. <laughs> I mean, it was you saying it for a year and a half. I was the I the royal we has been saying it for a year and a half. But anyway, yeah, the point I'm getting at is they're coming out with a Dead by Daylight movie. What? Why? Probably the 13th part what? I don't I Yeah, exactly. But it's being done it's by Atomic film. Monster, which is James Wan's production company, uh, mm. in teaming up with Blumhouse, which we talked about okay. a couple of weeks ago. So it's just going to be a slasher movie. I think so. It's a fe feature film adaptation, but you know, not much is out about what the story is actually going to be. Yeah. 
And it's also weird too with those games because they always have like like the the thing that Fortnite does where they have celebrity guests or whatever. Like one day Captain Marvel will be in there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They do that too in, in Dead by Daylight. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to do there. Maybe it'll be a weird multiverse thing. Who I think, knows? I think you could be like Nemesis in one of them even. Yeah, maybe it'll be like Cabin in the Woods. Where it's just it like, won't be that cool. Well, we could hope, can't we? Yeah, we can. We it'll can. be like a mix of Ready Player One and Cabin in the Woods. That sounds awesome, and I don't think it's going to be that good. You're getting my hopes nope. up. <laughs> no, we got to write that. But no, no one steal that. Or right? like nobody out there. What was that one where Ryan Reynolds was the NPC? Free guy. Free guy. Free guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's uh Dead by Daylight movies coming out, and then uh, this is bad news. I know this is going to hit you guys hard, so I want to you know kind of ease into it. I want to give all those other news stories first, but I'm sorry to say that EA Sports PGA Tour is going to be a l- couple weeks late, guys. Oh, oh so you Jesus. slow played it earlier. <laughs> you knew. Yeah. It was supposed to come out the 24th of March. Now we're going to have to wait till April 7th. Oh, a whole week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're going to do in the in the meantime. That is and by gross. we I mean all three of us cuz we're all huge fans. Obviously. Guys, they haven't made a golf game since 2015's Rory McIlroy PGA Tour. <laughs> Well, I do that. Yeah. Who hasn't known that? Come on. That's, that's, that's a commonly known fact. I just, I didn't, I'm not going to get into it. I didn't like the NBA 2, or N, Jesus, PGA 2K23. I, th- I thought it was too light, and the story mode and the career mode was just lame. It was just playing rounds of golf over and over. Is it, is that <laughs> what the game is? Well, yes, I understand that's going to be a lot of it, sure. But if you play like, my career mode in NBA 2K, or if you play even the Chell one, like their version of that, they're all like be a pro. It's called. They're all way better than yeah, this golf true. bullshit. But I imagine they're being a professional golfer growing up to be one is like boring. Well, maybe like you don't have to go to college and do anything, right? To be a professional golfer, you can just you have to go through wake up in garbage. <laughs> yeah, wake up in garbage. <laughs> Obviously, up in garbage. Man, if anybody gets that reference, let us know. <laughs> That's a great skit. Wake up in garbage. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> that's so great. Um, yeah, <clears throat> that's all I got for the playtime. <laughs> Once we get to waking up the garbage. <laughs> all right, so you guys ready to talk about more grilled cheese? I mean, you guys ready to talk about the game or Man, what? You got my hopes up there for a second. Yeah, I guess. Man, I really want a grilled cheese, but I'm going to power through it. <laughs> power through it. Uh, this game, as you've read through the description, is called Atlantis: The Lost Tales. Ooh! It was originally re- oh boy! It was originally <laughs> released September thirtieth, nineteen ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Number one song in the country. Do you guys have a guess before Bentley comes over here to sing it? Uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Bull Butterfly Wings. That's not a bad uh, choice. That's not th- a bad guess. I think I'm a little late, actually, but you might be. You might. Be. It's not that, unfortunately. Great guess, though. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it. Okay, here's... Wait, hold on. I gotta get back. Bentley! <laughs> Bentley! Yeah, you're on. Okay. He's got to hold on. <laughs> He's got to put his headphones on. <laughs> he's, he's coming. He was in the middle of oiling himself. <laughs> all right, here he comes. He's, he's just gonna come. He's just gonna run in and sing it. You okay, all right. He's gotta come in. Here comes the winter breeze that chills the air and hits the snow. And I imagine kissing you under the mistletoe. 
As springtime makes its way here, lilac blooms remind me of the scent of your perfume. I was going to say pussy. <laughs> so, did <I>. so did I. I don't know why. Thanks, Bentley. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bentley. Bentley. Died, bro. <laughs> All right, he's going back. I don't know what he does. I don't... <laughs> He has a room, but he doesn't sleep here. I don't... All right. Um, you guys have any ideas? Any guesses? Mm, no. Some type of Christmas song. No, I think it's Backstreet Boys-ish. You're close, but... NSYNC. This is a band we had a couple weeks ago. That doesn't, help. That doesn't help us at all, man. R&B from Philadelphia. Boys, boys to, to men. men. Yes, Boys to Men. This is one of their uh, lesser-known songs, I say. I was going to say, I, was, I don't remember this Boys to Men song. And I'm pretty up-to-date on Boys to Men. It's called Four Seasons of Loneliness. Man, that must have been was one week. <laughs> it was at number yeah, one. Yeah, ninety-seven. I would have been how in. How many number one hits they have? Anyway, so uh, yeah, boys and men, four seasons of loneliness. Number one movie in the country. Uh, you guys, you have any guesses, or I'll just go into it. Yeah, just bring us the yeah, yeah, bring it the the line. All right, the tagline is: A detective is searching for a deadly collector. His only the collector hope is the woman who got away. <laughs> oh, uh, along came a spider. Oh, that's very close. But you're one movie late. Oh. That was the sequel to this. Kiss the girl. Kiss the girl. Kiss the girls. There you go. Yeah, uh, Morgan Freeman, Carrie. It was. <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce it. Ashley yeah. Judd. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all right. Quality. I remember it being intense. I mean, yeah. Ashley Judd is kidnapped and then I feel like it would be slow to us now. Probably. I'm going to put it on the list, the movie list that I keep adding from this podcast and don't watch anything. <laughs> Dude, my list is so long I stopped adding to it. Yep, that's why I just don't do it. <laughs> I got some good stuff on it. Well, I don't know if it's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Judgment Night's on here? I got. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's... Cool. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting sidetracked. So, yeah, yeah. it was uh, this day in history, September 30th, 1777. The United States Continental Congress flees to York, Pennsylvania as British forces advance. Whoa. Pretty crazy, right? Man, we should make a movie or a game where this someone changes that in history. Okay. I, I knew a guy who went to York College, and he said that their big claim to fame was that they used Pepper to have patties? the Liberty Bell. Oh. oh. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> you know, dude, I've always been in York a lot of times. I, a couple of my friends went to York College. It's boring as shit. <laughs> dude, it was awful. It was an awful. Most of Shout the townies to York and stuff. PA, though. Most of the Italians and stuff were meth heads. Well, the equivalent of oh, meth they were heads in the, the 90s. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was more of a crystal thing. Uh, we love you yeah. if you live in York, Pennsylvania, but your your town's a little rough. I you wish, know I, I, wish I could think it. of a live song to sing right now. <laughs> I forgot they're from York. Interesting. Lightning crashes, a new girl dies. I don't even know if that's the words. I wish I remembered the lyrics to Lakini's Juice. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Really pulling out all the stops now. I don't know where that came from. I pulled that from back deep. Anyway. I think that was the album before Throwing Copper. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> anyway, this game was released for PC, <laughs> developed by Cryo Interactive, published by Interplay. It is a single-player survival horror puzzler-esque game. I didn't even know it was considered a horror. I don't, yeah, yeah, I guess it is. Anyway... Who picked it this week? I did. Dr. Scientist, how about you lead us into it? Tell us what this game's all about. Well, as you can tell by the title, there's this country called Atlantis. Or continent, maybe? I don't know. A land, we'll call it. The land of Atlantis. Yeah. It's a sort of advanced civilization on this island. Sort of. And all these other, everybody else is still in caves and kid, we talk about cavemen and stuff later. And it's ruled by Queen Rhea, who has been ruling over Atlantis for a while, because I guess they live long. Whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Well, people and, used to live longer back in the day. Yeah. Like in the Bible. That makes sense. That checks out. And um, there you play as Seth, who is becoming a member of the Queen's Consorts, or whatever they're called. I don't even know. I think there's Consorts. Companions. Companions. They're kind of like Queen Bodyguards, but then the head companion becomes like the Queen's... Uh, right-hand man? I was thinking more of like sex toy, but... Oh, right-hand man. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I call yeah. him. Hey, <laughs> and uh, the current consort is a man named Creon, who is very shady. And every couple of years, they do a new kind of, I don't know if it's like physical battle or something, or some kind of competition between him and a, challengers. I think it's a fight to the death, by yeah. the way they're talking yeah, about it. Yeah, it's hard to tell for sure. But his time's coming up, and he's he's looking at losing his uh, power. So... There basically, there's however often it is. I thought it was every like hundred years. I thought it was like seven. Oh yeah, seven years. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so you they have the challenges every seven years. The person in charge has to fight, and whoever wins all this is in charge. Is that no, it? no. They just get to be the queen's right hand man. No. Okay. So it's like doing that for vice president. I don't think they have any. Yeah. Like first first lady. Yeah, first lady. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> So uh, it's you kind of arrive at this place and you're looking for your quarters and you come across like news that the queen has been ambushed somewhere and all the companions what? that with her were dead. Oh no! What? So you you being the go getter you are start looking for information about this before you even start your job as a companion. Yeah, you're gonna climb the ranks fast. Yeah, well, I mean, most of them are dead now. Yeah, <laughs> true. Okay. And uh, there's all kinds of gossip of the consort and other stuff. And you kind of find like an earring along the way, which comes to play later. And you get called to talk to Creon. And he's like, Hey man, you shouldn't be investigating this. We'll take care of it. And you're like, well, this is my job. Right. And he's like, no, not now, hmm. which is kind of shady. Yeah, Creon's very shady. shady. Little shady. I mean, if you don't see this game coming a mile away, you yeah, for real, you haven't listened to this podcast very often. <laughs> and they're like, you talk to more people and there's like, Oh, I think the consort might've did this. He's always been talking about taking power and blah, blah, blah. And there's this one part where you come in across this guy. He's like, hey, man, we're trying to save the queen and stuff from this consort. We got a secret meeting. Come meet us there. And it's just obviously a lie. He's trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. I put, actually, uh, it's their plot is to make Atlantis great again. Oh. Aye. Wow. And he's kind of, they talk about running over all the other uncivilized nations and stuff and making Atlantis take power and. Atlantis isn't great anymore because they worship the moon god. Yeah, duh. And now he's like, shut up and do what we say. There's a whole like religious thing going on. Yeah, yeah. It's the sun god versus the moon god because the queen is this, I guess, the scion of the moon god, and Mm -hmm. the consort representing the sun god. So then you kind of like get you fight your way out of that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you look in, uh, you spy on Creon a little bit, and there's, there's this weird dude who makes you play a game to give you some. Uh, just... Yeah. It's, it's like a mist type game, so you got to solve all these puzzles to do things. Strange guy with a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what his cat's name was, but it was weird. Yeah. It's like fluffers or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> and you end up uh, spying on Creon, and you go through the secret passage, and he's talking to, I guess, another priest of some sort. And they're talking about how they kidnapped the queen and they're keeping her alive because they want her to tell them where this secret item of great power is. And they're also talking about killing you because you're sticking your nose in business that isn't yours. Mm. Kind of. Makes sense. Yeah. Although, Mm -hmm. 
And I wish you could see, everybody could see this, the way you're spying on them is through holes like twice as big as a man. But Yeah, but people don't look up. <laughs> they couldn't back then. They didn't have the muscles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and there's uh, all kinds of blah, blah, blah. You eventually talk, run into a guy and you talk him in to take him to where the, they're keeping the queen. And you have his sister's bracelet and whatnot. And he's like, oh, that's right. It was like, uh, you have to take this. Bra- it's my bracelet. Take it to them. Then it'll know it's from my, from me, and I'm his sister, and something like that. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Standard RPG. Get this to take to this person. Yeah. To- and they'll they'll say, oh, you can do this. Yeah. Got to check your boxes. So you talk your way into getting this guy to use their flyers because in Atlantis they also have flying machines. Yeah. They're but really, only special people can fly them. Well, they're they're pretty neat. They're like boats that fly, somehow through magic. Yeah, yeah, they have magic green powers. Yeah, that's why only special people can fly them. They got to take classes and stuff online. <laughs> online. <laughs> sure. So he flies you to where the queen is, and you do this all kinds of stuff, and you get you eventually save the queen, and you tell her that Creon's behind all this, and he's like. She tells you that Creon's afraid he's going to lose his challenge. That's why he's like grabbing for power now. Mm-hmm. And okay. then she also tells you that she gave in to the torture and told the bad guys where to find the hidden secret knowledge. Oh, no. And then he's like, queen, take off your mask because they won't know you're the queen. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. He's like, she's like, I can't take it off. How will people know I'm the queen? Well, that's why you should take it off. Good point. <laughs> she's not very bright. No. Well, queens don't have to be. Hmm? Fair enough. She didn't have to win a contest to become queen, apparently. That's true. So you eventually escape with the queen all the way back to the flyer, and the guy's there, and he's like, hey, some patrol came along. is like watching the flyer now. And you're like, well, I'll make a distraction. You guys get out of here. So you do, and his name is Hector, and they flies off with the queen. And you're stuck in the middle of this swamp land. Oh, no. With some confused guards who you quick talked out of the way. But eventually you come across, you like escape and you go walking through this forest trying to get to this place because you've made a plan to see the queen at a junction near Atlantis, I guess, whatever. So you travel through this forest and you find an old blind woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's like, well, I'll do this weird ritual and you can learn all these secrets and stuff. So you're all right. And you kind of get this. She does it. You have this, it's a bunch of fetch quests in between here, but she makes you get a bag of blood. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> just going to ignore it. Anytime it jumps between a place, just assume you do fetch quests between it, right? And uh, you use this bag of blood, and you see the bad guys at Stonehenge doing a ritual to the sun god. Oh, was that actual Stonehenge? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought it was just a place that looked like it. No, no, it's one of the places where the hidden... I don't know why you would put a big henge of stones around where you hide the hidden knowledge, but... That's a good point. It seems like you're drawing attention to it, right? Yeah. Where else are you going to put a floating head? Somewhere not with a big henge around. (laughs) But anyway, you're right. A head flies out of the ground. Sure, sure. That always happens. And it kind of is talking telepathically to these people. Like, you freed me. And... The priest guy's there. He's like, oh, this is great. We got all this power now. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, when you wake up, there's kind of like another priestess there. And the old lady's like, oh, she'll take you on a flyer. You can head back to Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he has. you have a way back, basically. Yeah. And then she also explains a little bit about what the head is. So you saw the head. You were just sitting, like, it, it, watching. It, yeah, kind of scrying in on it. Yeah, okay. 
And I still don't understand why the guy didn't drop off the queen and be like, hey, I'll be back then to pick you up. They explain it later. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 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 But uh, she says that this head is just powerful and that the consort will try and take over everything. And says, and she gives him like a crystal ball. It's like, this is my treasure. It'll help you when you need it. Another RPG, great, where you have an item that'll help you later. Right. So you get back to Atlantis and uh, you find that Creon has taken power and changed a lot of things. Not for the better. And that everybody's like, it kind of reminds me of the first Black Panther movie when Killmonger took over and he starts like, all right, well, now we're going to go invade everywhere. That's kind of what's happening here. Right. Like, we're going to take all these and get rid of all those cavemen. Yeah, who needs them? Are we led to believe, because I kind of got the vibe that the, they called them the primitives. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that was like, I don't know, us, like yeah, humanity. The, the rest of the civilizations who didn't have flying machines. Yeah. They don't, they're like way, they're hundreds, I guess, years behind the Atlanteans. Yeah. I would say more than hundreds, but because he's talking about, oh, they started building boats so they can invade anytime. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a bunch of uh, got to protect our borders nonsense. Wasn't that also a, a uh, oh God, the Game of Thrones thing? Yeah, kind of. The the one warrior civilization, no one was afraid of them because like, well, they can't fucking sail. So yeah, they're just going to stay on this their own island. The one with Jason Momoa. Yeah, what are they called? The Thraki, maybe? Yeah, Dothraki. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. What a nerd. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I would have never gotten that name, but... Because <laughs> they're only in it for a little bit. So, uh, you, you're walking around, and you find out the queen never made it back to Atlantis. <gasps> you're, you're kind of like, well, why not? Oh, where did they go? What'd they do? Blah, 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 blah. And the crone tells you that uh, you have to go to the white bear, whatever the hell that means. Talk, find a fire. They'll take you there. So you're like, all right. And then you find this guy who's like, well, my, I don't know if it's his daughter or niece. I think it's his daughter. Yeah, it's probably his daughter. Like, my daughter Anna can fly, but she's uh, being held captive here. Then there's a little bit of weird sex trafficking stuff you go on through here, Mm -hmm. which didn't age well. No. Well. I can't imagine it was great at the time either. In Atlantis times? No. (laughs) When the game came out (laughs) in the late 90s. But he's like, yeah, I got to take her to Creon. He wants to have her way with her. And they're like, well, we can't just search Creon here. Take her. Oh, that's just Seth just making shit up to get her through. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then she kind of runs away, but you get her again, whatever. You put her in a bag. Yeah. And (laughs) you go get your own flyer. And he's like, oh, the the bag's the queen. It's some bunch of stupid. You really talk your way out of a lot of situations. Yeah, people are really dumb. Yeah. Can't. That's why Atlantis didn't last, guys. Come yeah. on. They believed everything you told them. Exactly. That's why they died. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so you kind of get this thing, and you find out that Creon's been telling people that the, the quote-unquote primitives took Rhea, and that's why they're going to go invade oh. everywhere. And then you're like talking to Anna, and she's like, let's go see the White Bear. And Anna's like, well, we'll steal a flyer, and we'll go. Blah, blah, blah. Then uh, you eventually do that. And you fly to the land of the Inuit. Right. And there's some light Eskimo racism here. Eh, just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit, yeah. Cause just a little bit. Yeah. Skosh. <laughs> and uh, you get knocked out by an Inuit. And you're getting some kind of jail cell and you're looking for shit. And then Anna comes back and she's like, well, there's a statue here and there's a crystal in it. And I think it's telling us where to go. Long story short, you eventually like, oh, we have to go to Easter Island. Of course. They're hitting all the weird conspiracy theory places. Yeah. Well, 
It's based on a true story. You're right. That's the what I heard. Ancient Atlanteans. I, if you look at the History Channel, I'm sure there's a document, like a documentary on it. Yeah, Ancient Atlantis. Yeah, I'm sure. It's good. As you're escaping this place, Anna kind of gets hurt, <gasps> and you kidnap a pilot, and you're like, "You got to fly to Easter Island." <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's um, you laugh, but that's what happens. It is. I'm just laughing at the next part. Oh, when you get to Easter Island and they speak English. <laughs> The Crabs of Destiny. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. That, that is a great part. We get there and it's like, the Crabs of Destiny will tell us which one he uses, the, the good guy. You so were the pilot. Yeah, so you race crabs. Yeah. <laughs> and you win and they kill, they push the loser off the cliff. <laughs> I didn't. I wanted to watch all the ways you could die. I wonder if you can lose the crab race. You have to be able to. And then right? he throws you off the cliff. But anyway, he pushes the, the guy who flew you there off the cliff so you have no way home. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Just something about the animation. He's like, well, this is what you get. He's like, what do you mean? What? I also like that off the- when he's like, how can the crabs know what fate is? He's like, they aren't the ones who are doing the picking of the crabs. Oh, deep. Shit, man. When Blow my it- mind just like grilled cheeses you guys are making over there. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the guy who I guess is like the chief of Easter Island, starts telling you a story of their heritage and how they came there. And there's the set, the standing God, and they got to make human sacrifices to him until they can get their God to stand. (laughs) Makes total sense. How else would he get stand up? More light racism here that the Easter Islanders couldn't get them to stand by themselves. They didn't have flying machines, man. So you start learning about it. And then guess who shows up? The queen? Hector. Oh. Without the queen. (laughs) And he tells you where what he did with the queen and that she wanted to go to. He took her to Shambhala because she was disgraced by telling Creon where this stuff is. Mm-hmm. So he dropped her off at Shambhala and came back. I don't know how he knows you're at Easter Island, but he does. Mm-hmm. I think there's trackers on the flying machines. Oh, maybe. But she forfeited her right to become queen. So who knows what happens then? Didn't she say something in here, too? Like, she didn't deserve to be the queen because she yeah. fucking was tortured and talked? Yep. Yeah, yep. she gave yep. up the secrets of the forbidden knowledge. Come on, man. Get over it. Like, you you were tortured. Was she? <gasps> was she? <laughs> we'll have to find out in Atlantis 2, Electric Boogaloo. But anyway, so you stand the statue up for them, and he's like, oh, our gods are pleased. Um... And I'll help you find the secret that's hidden on our islands. But I'm going to have your pilot. In case you don't come back, I'm going to kill him. Okay. Whoa. So he talks one of his daughters. There's this whole thing here with one of his daughters being smart and one being stupid. and One being super horny for her. Yeah. Why do I just have a note that says the king's new daughter shows up? Yeah, because that's what happens. They, they weren't wearing clothes. Oh, okay. Well, then got it. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote down what you saw. Yeah. Okay. So his daughter takes you on this voyage. From Easter Island to this, where the secret is. Some island three days away from Easter Island, I guess. And there's some weird stuff that happens and some weird cubes. And you talk to the cube and he's like, well, knowledge is a double-edged sword. You can do bad things with it. You can do good things with it. The, and then the crystal's like, well, you have to stop Creon because he's trying to use it to take over things. And he's like, well, how am I going to get back? And he's like, well, we're going to give you a special flyer. Oh. Okay. So you get on this flyer and you're like, all right, I'm off to Atlantis to stop Creon with the power of Easter Island. 
He's building a weapon or something? Yeah, it's a weapon on his like ship that he's flying around with. Right, using, right. using that floating head he found. Yeah, okay. So you uh, fly to Atlantis, I, I guess, leaving Hector off to his doom. I don't know. He's going to have a good time. <laughs> and you tell Anna's dad that Anna's dead because you left her in the freezing cold. Mm-hmm. And then blah, blah, blah. You fly around. You start attacking Creon's ship. Which he has on his weapon. His it's like a floating barge type thing. I, yeah, whatever. So you okay? You uh, eventually like get onto his ship, and Anna's there in some Princess Leia bullshit. And you're like, "Oh, you look good, Le- Anna." And she's like, "Huh? Yeah. I don't know if Creon made her a sex slave or something. I don't know. I don't know what the Probably. insinuation is here. It seems like it. Yeah. But so you grab Anna and you escape, and you kind of have like this flying battle against Creon, where he shoots you and you crash land. And, you, and then you end up, like, fucking with Creon's talking head and destroy it. And, like, oh, I got to stop Creon. Blah, blah, blah. Why do I have bony whale with dolphin's eye? <laughs> uh, is that the underground part where you're fighting know. the things? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you have to you fight Creon that's powered up by the head. And then you fight the head and some tentacles come out and start fucking with you. Mm. It's a long, boring boss battle they, they have in these kind of games. And eventually you kill. It kills Creon, actually, the summoned monster that he had there. Kind of like a grabber or a eldritch horror type tentacle monster. Right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then you use the treasure the old crone gave you in the swamp, and it captures the monster in it. But of course, all this causes the volcano to erupt on it, Atlantis. And I guess the insinuation is that Atlantis is destroyed by you doing this, and Seth and Anna escape. Yeah, the volcano destroys Atlantis. Yeah. yeah. And the, I just have in my notes, the whole town is lava and the game ends. Yep, that's exactly how it ends. Wow. But Creon did die. Yeah, and I guess you left Hector to either be molested on Easter Island or get thrown to his death. One of the two. Yeah, and now you own the power of the metal head. Yeah, you have, all po- you have the good power and the bad power. Wow. Because it was the power was split into two. I don't know if I said that earlier. No, you didn't. Well, that's a part of it. Good thing you brought it up now. That game was confusing. Yeah. No, but I think we missed a lot of story by like playing through it, you know? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think we did, actually. I think it was just puzzles we had to solve. I mean, it's kind of you, I guess, it's the destruction of Atlantis. So yeah, I was trying to do things. The reason Atlantis it. still doesn't exist, and I guess it was so lost that no remnants of the society were ever found. Exactly. Yep, even those flying machines. Yeah, that technology didn't make it. Dude, oh. just got wiped out, apparently. We'll have to do the second game to figure out exactly what happened. <laughs> Thank How God. do you make a sequel to the game when Atlantis is literally lava? Guess we'll find out. Oh. You can go to Shambhala, where the queen is. That's true, and I guess... Uh, I thought she was back on the ship. No. Anna. Oh, Anna was. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, did, did we find out at any point, like, uh, we knew the queen got to safety somewhere, and we knew she said she didn't want to be queen anymore, but is that it? Is that all we hear from the queen then? Yeah. You don't hear anything else? Not that I saw. Yeah, she just gave up. She's like, nah, I'm just going to go into hiding. Huh, maybe she comes back for the sequel. Maybe. Who knows? Let's hope. <laughs> well, that's it. That's the game. We did it. We got through it. That was a quick one. Yeah, sure was. That's it's computer games from the late 90s. kind of what they were like. Yeah. I mean, it definitely has more story than some of the games we've worked with from the mid to late 90s. That's for true. But uh, let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, Final Thoughts. Ooh. And we'll uh, start with you there, Sir Chompslap. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to ask you some questions if you got them. Okay. Um, 
Did watching this video make you want to fly to Atlantis? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did the story work for you, or was it a bunch of shmomantis? Nailed it. What score out of 27 stars you'd think you'd bring to Atlantis? <laughs> that was that so e good. Easily the worst one you've ever done. <laughs> you say you keep saying that. I, you keep impressing me. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, did watching this video make me want to play this old-ass video game from 97? No. Not at all. It's just not my kind of game. It's point-and-clicky yeah. type. You just collect stuff and use it later. Okay, okay. Did the story work for me? Uh, I guess, basically, it was about a guy who was going to take over Atlantis and kill every other civilization. And I guess you mm -hmm. stopped that, so. Yeah, that happens. And the queen, kind of pointless in the story. That seemed like they kind of just threw her away. Yeah, it was, you don't save her life or nothing. You're just like, all right, well. Well, you kind of save her. If she wasn't in the story, the other guy would have never learned the secret knowledge. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Right? But, you know, it's the way it works. It's the way it works. So, you know, I guess the story worked for me. It's kind of pointless, but that's not saying it didn't work. So, out of 27 stars, what am I going to give this one? Well, seeing as the story was pretty stupid, but... <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, it makes sense, so... I'm just going to give it a, let's go with a five. It's right, right. there. It's mm -hmm. below mm -hmm. average. It didn't really tickle my fancy. And I don't know. It's a pointless story. So there it is. I give it a five. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'm up, but I forget what question I'm supposed to answer now. So I'm uh, not a Lannis and Schmamantis. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Wait, what were they? Did watching this video... Make you want to play this clicker. Ooh. Was the story pretty good? It could have been sicker. Okay, okay. And now 27 stars. Mm -hmm. How many would you... Does this liquor? Perfect. No notes. Thanks. So, uh, did watching this video make me want to play it? Not really. I mean, I was never into point-and-click games, really. Especially not back then. I think I was playing, like, sports sims still at this point. Or Resident Evil. But anyway. Um, He's still playing the same games now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> exactly. So watching the video didn't make me want to play it. It's just, you know, it's dated. Mm -hmm. um, the story-wise, though, uh, did the story work for me? I I like the idea of telling the story about a whole civilization that, well, they never existed. But if they did, this would explain, like, how they came to be, how they died. Like, it's like an alternate history thing. Yeah. Which... I mean, that's neat. I like to explore that. But the story seemed very bare bones. You're just, the queen is taken. Someone's do Creon's doing a power grab. Uh, you have to save the queen, which will somehow restore order. And then you have to fight Creon. So it's a whole, well, you don't really fight him. You just kind of turn the place into lava. Yeah, and then he gets destroyed by the monster. Mm -hmm. That's right. So did the story work for me on a base level? Sure. But like we talked about a little bit, there's so many holes. Like what happens to Hector? Hector? Uh, I, I'm still enthralled by this contest where the loser just gets thrown off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. Seems very high stakes. I don't know if I'd be into that. But you better pick the right crab, bro. Yeah. Yeah, by picking the crabs of destiny, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting mechanic to bring in that late in the game, but I like it. 
So what score would I give it? There's probably some kind of puzzle element to it, picking the right one. I don't know. There has to be. This was a whole bunch of mini games in here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so what would I give it? I mean, a lot of these, like we just did Alone in the Dark 2 two weeks ago, and that one was, it, it was the same in far as like survival horror, like we have to do puzzles and clues to like keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it, it, I don't think it was as good as Alone in the Dark 2. I'm going to give it a, I'll be a little bit more generous. I'm going to give it a six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I that's think fair. that's reasonable. Like, it had a story. It was cohesive. It moved forward. There were holes, and it was a bit silly. And, yeah, some questions just didn't go answered. But, well, you know, okay. it was fine. So, Dr. Scientist, you're up. Oh, okay. And Chump Slap's got some questions for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, watching this video make you want to play this mess? Was the story pretty good? Or could you have done better yourself? <laughs> <laughs> It had a twenty-seven stars. What are you gonna What are you gonna throw its way? Would I play it? Nah, that's it. All right, fair enough. Okay. Did the story work for me? It was okay-ish. I don't remember exactly how you said it. Would I could I do better? Probably not. I'm not that creative. Hmm, fair enough. But uh, I don't know. Pretty normal stuff. Trying to stop a bad guy from taking over. To throw in some racism. Some let's visit some weird locales stuff. Yeah, some sexism. Yeah, well, that too. And some, uh, well, you're the hero who can save us. Take this flyer. But, I mean, we, yeah, it's okay. I'll give it, I'll give Papa Scotch six stars. All right. Yeah, it was kind of like a one-man army game, but yeah. not really. No, yeah. No, because you were getting help the whole time from other people. And you're, it's not like. Because you couldn't fly. No. It's okay. Well, maybe, maybe Atlantis 2 will impress us when we do it. Oh, I'm sure it will. All right, well, that gives us a total score of 17. It's got to be up there. Yeah, that sounds pretty high. <laughs> um, earlier this year, we gave Rise of Nightmare 16, and we gave Armed Dangerous a 15. You'll have to go all the way back to October of 22 right. for the last game we did that was a 17 overall, which was Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge. Yeah, it's pretty good. We're, yeah. Well, right. what am I talking about? It's solid. It's exactly what we're supposed to be. Yeah, I couldn't have done it better myself. Well, in case you or our listeners forgot, we are the most accurate podcast in the game. So objectively, this score was correct. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it. So that being said, how about then we go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist's Radical Pokemon Lock of the Week. What's that radical Pokemon? Dr. Scientist, come along. Tell us what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, Dr. Scientist picks, picks a badass Pokemon and tells us about it, and it's always dope. So this week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? Well, I've decided I'm just going to do my favorite third-generation Pokemon. Mm. Why not? Okay, we're it's getting not into a, the 3G. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. This obviously doesn't include Blaziken, which I did before, which would be my bar fight partner. Obviously. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's not be. So this is probably a second, but it's still great. Well, there's this animal in it that's like a... It's a little grub, and then you can turn it into a cicada. It's called Ninjask. Ninjask. Yeah. Ninja. Like Ninjask. Yeah. It's the fastest Pokemon ever. But it's it's like a flying speed type bug Pokemon. And it also, when it evolves, you can get the shed from it. There's like the cicada shed called Shedinja. What? So it could turn into two? Yes, it turns into two. (gasps) But the cool thing about Shedinja is it only has one hit point. And it can only be dealt damage by things it's weak to. So it survives almost anything. But uh, I'll describe Ninjask for you. It says here that the cry. I mean, whoever lives around cicadas knows exactly what they sound like. 
Okay. Right. It's cry leaves a lasting headache if heard for too long. Pfft. Yeah, it does. It's awful. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it moves so fast it's unseeable. Hmm. But the Shedinja part, it floats in air even though its wings remain completely still and the inside of its body is hollow and utterly dark. And is that the thing with the halo on it? Yeah. Peering into the crack on its back is said to steal one spirit. Whoa. Sick. That does sound pretty badass. Yeah. I like it because it's how a, sh- uh, I mean, how a cicada works. It leaves the shell behind and flies away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you step on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can step on them as they're crawling around, too. Don't forget. Because they're everywhere. They are everywhere. My goddamn dog wouldn't stop eating them. It's so <laughs> gross. <laughs> well, I'm sure they're nutritious. I mean, you know, you can eat a couple of them, but she's just a fucking monster. She just ate up everyone she possibly could, and then she'd get inside and throw up, and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah, imagine what that throw up looks like. (laughs) We had to get her a fucking muzzle, and then it was like a... It wasn't a metal one. It was like plastic, or like rubber, basically. Right. So she learned if she put the... Like, slammed her face into the ground, she could trap the muzzle in between the slots on her... (laughs) So she'd eat them that way. Jesus Christ. Like, you... Fucking little bastard! Stop! They can't be that good. She's a monster, man. She they she just eats shit like off the street. One time, nope. Not even gonna say it's too gross. It's too gross. (laughs) (laughs) It's too gnarly. I'll say it off air. All right. But anyway, that's Doctor Scientist Radical Pokemon Lock of the Week. I like the sing songiness. Lock of the Week. My sing song. I don't know if you picked it up, but I was trying to do like '90s. Early morning, like Saturday morning cartoon TV. Oh, yeah. situation. I get it. Like, stick stickly. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that'll take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Chub Slaps This or That. We got this or that and this, this and that. It's something fat. Woo. Every week, we play this or that with Chub Slap. And that means we give him seven prompts. And this week, he has to determine if one of those prompts is either a company that makes jeans, like, okay. you know, denim jeans, right. or if they're a nonprofit group. Nonprofit or jeans. Okay. Okay. I got this. So now this is rapid fire action. So you got to give us the answer as fast as you can. No I, messing around. Here. I think I'm going to do pretty good on this one. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you, what are your, uh, what's the over under, you think, Dr. Scientist? Five. Well, I'll definitely get five. Okay. I'm. Okay, fine, fine, we'll go five. <laughs> so, uh, are you ready, Sir Chumpslap? Let's do it. The first prompt is Citizens of Humanity. Jeans. People's Liberation. Uh, nonprofit. Call to Action. Nonprofit. Seven for All Mankind. Those are jeans. Global Impact. Jeans. True Religion. Jeans. Rock and Republic. Uh, a nonprofit. Ooh. I got two right, didn't I? <laughs> After the first one, I was like, maybe I shouldn't have picked that high. <laughs> Looks like you should have got the under. Uh, you got four out of seven. Correct. Oh, that was a good over-under pick for me. Yeah, he did it. I should have said four and a half. <laughs> I, think th- I think that's the sweet spot, four and a half. Yeah. But uh, number one, Citizens Humanity, you correctly chose jeans. Number two, People's Liberation. You said nonprofit. It's actually a jeans company. <laughs> Call to Action is a nonprofit. You got that correct. All right. Seven for All Mankind was a jeans company. You got that correct. Mm. Number five, Global Impact is a nonprofit, not a jeans mm. company. True Religion is jeans. I think that was the most popular of all these. Yeah. And then Rock and Republic is also jeans. It is not a nonprofit. Oh, come on. So 
Four out of seven. Not bad. Not good. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly not your worst showing. Fair enough. I'll take it. But I, I like this demanding of perfection. That's I think that's good for the pod. Oh, yeah. It's good for everybody. Hey, we're the most accurate podcast. We already demanded perfection. <laughs> True. This is the most accurate podcast in the game. I dare you to find a mistake out there, listener. And if you do, you should probably submit it to us via email. And how would they do that, Sir Chompslap? Well, you just send it on over to playtime at gmail.com and I'll read and go back, re-record and fix whatever mistake you fucking find because you're yeah. not going to find one. Tell them. Tell them. Preach. Just do. And, uh... <laughs> Say they fucking hate email and they want to get to us faster on the socials. How would they do that, Dr. Scientist? Plotty time at Instagram and stop by the subreddit and talk to people from around the world, apparently. All over the place, man. Yeah, super, super dope subreddit over there. Go check it out. You can also go to YouTube, like, subscribe there. It really helps us out. You can reach our eBay storefront, PlottyTime.com, to buy all of your Plotty Time merch needs. Maybe. <laughs> That does it for us this week, so shout out to Blaine JJ, shout out to Drago the Slago, shout out to Hamman, and shout out to the man in our hearts, Luis Guzman. More importantly than all that, don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.